you want awards? We got awards! Well, we didn't get awards, but everyone else in the entertainment world is getting awards. We'll take you down the black hole of award season today on Lupin Larry, Guardians of Gee! In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Oh, yeah. That's how you start a podcast. Right, <laughs> right there. <laughs> it can only go really downhill it's from that true, explosion. But that's how you do it. That's right. Hey, <laughs> it's Loop. That's how we do it. Yeah. It's oh, you, who are oh, you? I'm Loop. I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. <laughs> so far, so good. We're, we're just, you know, we're about 20, 2020 is off to a great start already. Oh, yeah. Once you figure out who we are, we'll be, we'll be totally fine. So, how are things going? Pretty good, pretty good. Things are already uh, kicking off in the uh, in the entertainment world with the award season oh well underway. Awards are everywhere. It's eh? true. Like it's like, do you like award season? I do love award. I like an award show. A lot of people don't like them. They don't like putting like art up against art. It's yeah. like to me, it's not really like what's up against what. It's more just the. Uh, I like just the glitz and glamour of an award Me show too. and the celebrities and the, everything else about it, right? It's all the other things surrounding it. Yeah. But it also gives you a chance to, like, see things that, or at least know of movies that you probably never heard of. Yeah, and it sort of makes you realize there are a lot of really good movies out there that you probably wouldn't ordinarily see oh, yeah, if they you weren't nominated. See it normally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love them. I, love, I like them for the same reason you do, the glitz and the glamour and the, the whole Hollywood. And it's cool to see the stars that you like watching on TV and in movies sort of being nervous. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, being yeah, real like, people. Yeah, being actual people yeah, for once. Like, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we've got, uh, so Golden Globes happened. Yep. Then we had the Oscar nominations, yep. which I love. I always love the Oscar nominations. I love watching them. Uh, me like, too. I, yeah, we, we in the in the past years, uh, Loop and I used to come into work early so that we could be here right at 8.35 uh, yeah, when on they the day. Them. <laughs> and we'd like have to, like everybody would have to be quiet. We'd find the channel on a TV <laughs> in, the, in the station and we'd, we, oh yeah, it was hey, a big we'll, deal. We'll break some Oscar down a little bit later but yeah. the, um this week which like for us would be on last night would be it was the sag awards yes so tell me a little bit about that well the, the sag awards is is actually one of my favorites and it's only been in the last few years that they've actually started televising it it wasn't televised i don't think or if it was it was on like some very minor networks it was hard to find yeah but uh but now it's televised and it to me this is this is probably one of the more meaningful uh, awards ceremonies because I mean we all know the Golden Globes are glitzy and big and and all of that but really they're only voted on by ninety people right and you know so they're, they're sort of a you know people don't take them that seriously but the the SAG awards are well like like the um, uh, Producers Guild Award and the Writer Guild they're the ones that are voted on by their peers by right. you know uh, the award is called the uh, the actor. And it's a really cool looking award. Yeah, it does look cool. Yeah. Um, and so they're voted on by by their peers. So it really is a meaningful award, I think, for the people who win it. And you could tell when they are giving their acceptance speeches how meaningful these awards are. So yeah. it's it's kind of cool, kind of cool to watch. Plus, this one is the sort of the 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 um, predictor best predictor of the way the Oscars are going to go yeah. because the the Screen Actors Guild has the most voting members of all of the 
different guilds. Yeah. So the, the, the guilds. The, all the guilds. <laughs> the entertainment guilds. <laughs> so the way the a- actors vote is very often the way they vote again in the Oscars. Yeah. So it's a pretty good predictor. So the, like the Golden Globes you'd think would be, but they're generally not. I always find that the Globes, and even I think even last night's, are, are sort of throw it off though a little bit because they split some things into a comedy and yes. a drama co- category, which really throws everything off because it some things don't fit into like the the main category they yes. would use just as like their major film category right like best picture yeah so sometimes you things you think you might get because they did well at like the Golden Globes might not even be nominated in the other which is I find kind of interesting that's right yeah so this one so this one I thought was really good and really surprising to me because I ha- this is one of the few Oscar movies I haven't seen yet Oscar nominated um parasite seemed to get the crowd like roaring like yeah. when even when the like four of the cast members or three of the cast members went up on stage just to introduce the the their movie as one of the contenders like one of the nominees yeah. when they went up on stage th- they got a standing ovation yeah like that wasn't they hadn't won anything they were literally just getting up to introduce <laughs> their movie and the entire crowd went crazy i'm like i i don't think I've ever seen that for a movie before. I, maybe just because it's not like a, it's kind of outside the Hollywood system. Yeah. And it's like sometimes people like an underdog as well. Like, I, it, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's like, I haven't seen it. So I'm sure it's a great piece of filmmaking. I haven't seen it yeah, yet. It's no, on my list. Obviously. I haven't but, seen it yet. Uh, the nice thing is, so I did go through, uh, you know, where we can access these films before the Oscars come out. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Parasite yet and you have iTunes, it is coming for rent on iTunes on February 4th. Which is five days before the Oscars, yeah. so we you will get a chance to see it if That's you want to see it. That's why I haven't watched it yet because I'm just waiting for that to happen. Exactly. <laughs> so it is it is coming, but I'm really excited to see uh, to see how that that one plays out because I feel like now that it's won and it won best um, what is it called uh, best cast in a motion picture. That's their version of. Best Picture yeah. at the SAGs, it won be- it won that oh, as well. Cool. So it won like the top award. Um, and so I feel like it's got a pretty good chance of potentially taking home the yeah, Best Picture. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. If Crash could win Oscar, Best, best exactly. Picture, exactly. anything can. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Shakespeare in Love. Yes. <laughs> you know. The, uh, how did our, our geeky sort of movies do it last night? Like, didn't, someone, didn't they win like some sort of, um, I think it was, it was Star Wars or something? or No, it was uh, Endgame won some sort of like... Oh, uh, see, I missed a few of the. Uh, it, it won. Um, what was it called? Like the, uh, not special effects, but the. Uh, oh, I can't remember what, what it's called when you have like the stunt, like a stunt. Sort oh of yes, yes, yeah. Award, yeah. which I'd even never even heard of no, before. Yeah, but it won that. Yeah. Really? Well, so, there were a lot of stunts in that movie. There was some stunts, and they're pretty spectacular stunts. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> People are being thrown off mountains into yeah, the abyss. That's that true. That's pretty. pretty Lots cool. happening. So. That's pretty <laughs> stunty stuff over there. But um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, of course, won. Uh, yeah, won Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt won, which yeah, is Brad cool. Pitt. Brad Pitt's so funny. I think he's great, and it, I feel like he's. Um, Vying for a stand-up uh, c- comedy career. Yeah, he had some good one-liners. He did, and he did for the Golden Globes too. He was he was really funny. He said, uh, "Well, now I got to put this on my Tinder profile." <laughs> <laughs> can, can anyone be more cool than Brad Pitt? I don't like, think so. I never used to think he was all overly cool, but the, the older he's getting, the the more cool he's sort yes. of like. He's more grizzled and more like. Yeah, and just I feel cooler. like he, yeah, I feel like he's even more laid back than he used to be. Like, oh yeah, just like I'm just doing my thing. He doesn't seem much different than the character he played in, nope. the, in the in the movie. Like, I, I feel like that was as close to the r- real Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood as you you will ever get. Like, yeah, I feel it's like pretty that's, funny. Yeah, that was and funny. then, of course, De Niro winning the uh, Lifetime. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, De Niro's so cool, too. He's, he's another guy that's just, like, yeah. so cool. He's just awesome. Um, and, uh, and, of course, Joaquin Phoenix 
winning oh, uh, yeah. best actor. He's uh, he's just on a roll with this with this movie. And yeah. it's I mean it's it's kind of cool cuz it's the first DC movie to get um like awards recognition. So yeah, I mean, Marvel's probably like, ah. I know. The <laughs> thing is though, won. it's I feel like I don't know, it, you maybe you're a Batman fan, but I feel like the Joker as a character, even Batman is sort of supersedes DC. Like yeah. it, it's yeah, it's yeah, almost it's, its a, own thing. It's almost sort of its own universe yeah. like outside even though it's a DC product, it seems it's just it's such a meaty character. Yeah. Like it's just so cuz he's so dark and so like Everything like he's just like this such a psychological character that it's he must be like awesome to play. I agree. I agree. I feel like that's one of those characters that um, actors would like jump at the chance to play. Yeah, you know, because and especially now, now that they've taken the Joker in this really dark path, I feel like now people are gonna be like, "That's a character I want to be part. Of. Like uh, a yeah. universe I want to be part of." It just opens it up. I never yeah. saw Jared Leto's version of it. What was that in? That was um, in that was. Um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah, I remember I started watching Suicide Squad, and yeah. then I woke up and it was the end of Suicide yeah. Squad. I I missed like I bet you like a good hour and a half of that movie. Really? I just I don't know what uh, it was about. I just it just wasn't keeping my interest for whatever you reason. Know, you know, the thing with that movie is that the trailer for it was awesome. Yeah, like it was one of those trailers that made me think this is going to be the movie of the year. Yeah, I was so excited. That was such a cool trailer, and the movie was so not. Yeah, I don't know what it was about it. it just didn't didn't flow well no. or something. It was kind of confusing. Uh, yeah, and and as a Batman Joker fan myself, I was not thrilled with that portrayal of the Joker. Yeah, but I, I just, guess that's the thing with Joker. You, know, you take it you so be, many, yeah. so many directions. You could be all over the place. Yeah, but I thought, and I also thought, um, speaking of other people playing the Joker, I thought it was very classy of Joaquin Phoenix to at the end thank um, Heath Ledger. Yeah, that for, was for cool. coming before. Yeah, him. that was I, really cool. You know, for riding on the shoulders of Heath Ledger, I thought that was that was really well done. And with Joaquin you know, Phoenix, you know where he's going to go because that guy is don't. like he seems almost like the Joker himself. He kind of like, is. I don't know. He's just <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I can't read that guy. No. Like he just seems like he's insane, like yeah. all the time. Like, but but he was really down to earth in this. Yeah, he was great. I, I was quite impressed. And, and, and then calling and, out all the other actors yeah. that are in the category and saying something really nice about yeah. them all, except for um, Taron. Um, I think that he's barely done anything. There's that. Yeah, he hasn't done enough. To really like, I noticed that too. But I was like, he like he hasn't seen enough of him doing meaty type roles. All he's yeah. done is really like, I mean, the Elton John thing. He did a great job. He's, I saw yeah, the movie did, was fantastic. But. Yeah, it was. I mean, he what he did um, Kingsman before that. Yeah, and I don't know what else. And he he's did probably done that. a couple other stuff, but yeah. it's like the that was sort of. But it like, was just it was glowing. Like every other actor, he was like, I I idolize you. I've watched everything you've done. And then he gets to Taron. I can't remember his last name. Taron. Oh, yeah, I can't remember uh, but either, but he gets to him and he's like, and you, I <laughs> saw you. <laughs> to the other people, he sort of like he's kind of worked with or or yeah. like kind of. The same, they're, they're his peers. Where yes. he, he's so young, yeah. like he's just such a different. Like he doesn't know enough about him to, yeah. to really like you know call him out like for his body of work because he hasn't had a body of no. work yet. But, but he, but what he said was nice. Like it was, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I mean, for what he's done, sure. Yeah. Like he's, uh, yeah. I thought we. I actually enjoyed that it. Elton John movie more than I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. Actually, you know what? And this kind of pains me to say a little bit because I'm a massive Queen fan. And yeah. I was. I actually liked Rocket Man better too. <laughs> I think maybe it's just the style of Rocket Man. Yeah. I like that sort of almost semi musical like yeah. style that it had. Um, and well, it, it, it had a little bit more depth. Like it just for so. Like I, I thought the the Bohemian Rhapsody like got into the story really well. I think that it Rocket Man though just got was more gritty. Like it yeah. showed the drug use and it showed the. Yeah, like it just the, it was more. It, just, it was just it was, a, a better. Like yeah. I like just the way it presented it better with yeah. that sort of like. Semi like he is. Sometimes it's realistic. Sometimes it's not. What's in his head? What's not in his head? Like that yeah. kind of thing. Where Bohemian Rhapsody, I found uh, 
um, it was like it almost seemed like the, the members of the band were there. And go, oh, we got to talk about this. Oh, we yeah. got to show this because there's some scenes that are like. He's, there's a middle of a scene where he's like arguing with someone. Someone's playing a bass line in the background. Wait, wait a minute. What is yes, that you're playing? Yeah. What is that? Yes, it ends yeah. up being like whatever it's song like, it was. Yeah, another one bites the dust. dust. Yeah. It's like, it, but it seems so like forced. forced into the movie. It's like, oh, we should tell the story about how we started doing. It had no, that had nothing to do with what no, was going on in the it was, scene. At the scene was like literally the moment where he revealed to the band that he had AIDS. Yeah, and then like well, in the middle of that. Wait a minute. What would you play over there? Hit I love, I love over to hear that. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a little abrupt. <laughs> yeah, so there's just little moments like that. Though the end scene when they were doing the live aid was oh, wicked. That like was... that scene, that was like, it wasn't like awful. I didn't quite enjoy it. I just, yeah. I thought the Elton John was a little bit stronger. I think but, so too. And I, th- I think if Joaquin Phoenix had actually seen it, he would have said the same thing. I think so too. You know what is stronger? <laughs> the Pop Five. Oh, let's move on. All right, let's check it out. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop <laughs> Five. Oh yeah, <laughs> loving the pops. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first pop of 2020. That is the first pop of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be many so where that dumb. came from. All right, so let's start right at the top. And uh-huh. this one I'm going to hand over to uh, uh, to Loop because he's the king of all things. Uh, <laughs> I know about that. Marvel, right. the Mobius trailer. Yeah, this dropped. is a really odd one. I, only because it's like that the character, which I kind of like, they're doing these sort of side characters that aren't as big sometimes. This, this is a, I wouldn't call this like a, a, an A list character. No. I wouldn't even call it a B list character. I honestly had never heard of it. It was like a C. It's a C list character. Okay. Like, um, Morbius the living. It's Morbius the living vampire is what he was called in the comic. Oh. Um, was in the like he had his own series and things, and he was like in Spider Man. And uh, I read an interesting fact actually that. Before he debuted in Spider-Man, the only reason they hadn't put any vampires in it because the comic code said you can't have that sort of dark sort of character like like a vampire oh, or really? anything like that. And as soon as they lifted that, all of a sudden all these vampire characters started oh, coming hilarious. out because huh. they could. Yeah. Like, um, the uh, I think it's just sort of the evil like the the. the pagan sort of like side yes. of that like sort of. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's uh yeah he's. Uh, Basically, what you saw in the trailer is what yeah. he is in the comic, essentially. But he's like an anti-hero, kind of like a Venom, essentially. Yeah. So he sometimes he was battling Spider-Man in the comics. Sometimes he wasn't. Like, so he was all over the board. But the uh, but this looks pretty cool. Like, I mean, yeah. he kind of looks like him in the how he co- sort of looks in the in the comic book in the um, in the trailer in the trailer. So he looks it looks good. Like yeah. a- again, it's part of the Sony Marvel universe, as yes. they call it. So it'll attach to Venom and to the Spider-Mans, obviously. Yep. But was interesting. There's some definite Spider-Man references in that, which would now make it attached to the other Marvel universe yeah. too. So I feel like they're leaving windows open. Yeah. Like they're just like, let's hint here and there, just in case. Yeah. Like to see what happens. <laughs> the deal comes through. There's a part where he's walking by a wall and it has a picture of Spider-Man. It says "murderer" across it, which uh... would make reference to the last Spider-Man movie where he's been framed. Yep. Um, and then there's another part with um, Michael Keaton in it. Who played? Oh, right. Who played the Vulture in the first That's of those right. two Spider-Mans? So yep. obviously they're trying to attach it and get you excited that it's attached to that universe. Yeah. Um, eventually they'll probably all meet up. Well, and yeah. that's the thing. I mean, we know with the Marvel universe and even with the outside, like the Sony stuff, they all link uh, at the end. Like yep. by the time this whole Phase Four is finished, that will you'll yeah. know where that one fits. The problem with the Sony stuff is because they're not like I mean they've allowed Spider-Man into that back into the MCU, but. Like these aren't really part of the MCU, like yeah. the like Venom and that. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of idea of 
maybe mixing them into it, but we'll see. Yeah. But it looks interesting, it and does, uh, yeah. Jared Leto looks good in it. Like I like Jared yeah. Leto on some I, stuff. I think he's. I actually quite like Jared. Obviously, Leto. we just we just uh, I took him down as the Joker, <laughs> yeah, but and, but other stuff but maybe, I've seen him in. He looked yeah. like I liked him in. Um, uh, Blade Runner, like the yes, yeah, he was great in that. Yeah. Like, he's I, feel, just... I feel like all of his non uh, DC work has been great. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I think he's strongest is when he's not working for DC. DC. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel stuff, excellent, really, really good, <laughs> top notch. <laughs> I think he was just uh, kicking that other role around just so that he could get into the Marvel movies. Yes, like that to, was, it was like a it was like a resume. So DC like an audition. <laughs> yeah, it was like an audition tape. That whole movie. <laughs> but it, was, it was interesting to see this trailer of this character that probably most people don't even know who he is. No. And even as a Marvel fan, I'm like, it was never an exciting character to me. Like yeah. I didn't see him a lot and stuff. Um, they kind of like sometimes would mix him up with like, uh, like like the different like major monsters like werewolf and like the werewolf and stuff like yeah. that like because there was those kind of characters in marvel as well but yeah i yeah. don't know I, I mean, it'll be interesting. It, look, it looks interesting i mean we have to keep in mind that uh iron man was pretty much a c-level character too yeah so you know i would give him a b actually in marvel oh, really? yeah? but yeah oh, okay. b to a but yeah. it's like oh, really wow but not i He's mean an i guess an a an a would have been someone that everybody knows like, like a spider-man yeah, like Spider i would have given him a b for okay. sure okay all right fair so. enough well this is this is gonna be an interesting climb then to yeah. go from C to A. Yeah, and this comes out on <laughs> July uh, 31st, 2020. So. Yeah, so that's, so a, that's that, a big one. That's That would be this year. That's um, this year. Yeah. <laughs> so it adds another at least comic book movie to this year, which yes. doesn't have a whole lot as much as other years had, so yeah. it yeah. should be good. Nope, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Speaking of things that I'm excited about, <laughs> but I don't know much about yet, um, there is a Chucky TV show that has been greenlit. I, I feel like that you've announced this before. I, I think it. I think I might have, <laughs> but I feel like it's like now it's actually they've announced that it's actually a go. Like so they're it, actually it's, doing it's now this. happening. Yes. Okay. Apparently, but I don't. I don't have a lot of details on it. I just like Chucky, <laughs> and I like talking about Chucky whenever I can. <laughs> So whenever That's Chucky just gets getting a, weird now, <laughs> whenever Chucky gets a green light, I'm all about talking Chucky. <laughs> I'm gonna start another podcast called Talking Chucky. <laughs> hey, you don't like you don't like uh, Chuck, but you like Chucky. I don't mind Chuck. Well, it'd be interesting to know they do awesome. a series on that. Like it's like yes. it's weird because he's not really like it, I guess it'd have to be other characters and he'd be in it. Like I can't see it. Like uh, yeah, like I don't know if it's an anthology show. You know what I mean? Like like creep show yeah. with Chucky in it, or if it's or if it's. Do you remember um, back in the 80s or 90s, um, Freddy's New Nightmare, or no, yeah. Freddy's New Nightmare. Was it? Is that what it's called? Freddy's Freddy, yeah, Fre I've got that. I actually own that series, but, Do, it's, yeah, but, but it's, it's, like, it's not a, an official, because it, they never released it officially. But, right, uh, but it's like, maybe it'll be something like that. Maybe it'll be yeah. Chucky's New Nightmares. And yeah, he'll do it, and then there'll be like a anthology sort of yeah, series. Like, I don't know, but it's coming. <laughs> so you just you watch out for Chucky. He's on his way. <laughs> He's on his way. He's on his, <laughs> He's way. on his way. Speaking of things that are greenlit, and because we can't go a single podcast without talking about Star Wars. Oh, really? It's oh, yeah. Larry talking some Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talking some Star Wars. Here's your Star Wars news. <laughs> gonna... oh, 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 yeah. Right about Chewie. Yeah. Sweet. I got to pull that out every time you do uh, yep. that. Now. You're yeah. going to be hearing that a lot. <laughs> Because we got a lot of stuff coming up on Disney Plus. Disney Plus is is going to be literally like the destination spot for all your Star Wars needs. So, so uh, they've apparently are in talks to. I mean, on top of uh, Mandalorian, which comes back in season two this year, yep. um, and the Obi Wan series that they've talked about, uh, there is now apparently going to be an Ewoks series. Oh, really? Yep. 
that's apparently on the I horizon. Wonder why, I wonder if that's why they stuck him in the end of the Star Wars movie. To remind people, people that, that they, they exist. exist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that they... What do they do in comics when there's a new... Like, I bet you you'll see Morbius somewhere in a comic book. Yeah. Just to kind of like... That's what they did with Guardians. All of a sudden, the Guardians of Galaxies comic had been re like reissued or re-put out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or started again. And all of a sudden, then there's a movie, right? Yeah. So they do that. I feel like this might be this might be that. So I don't know. I don't know the details. Uh, they're just in talks right now. But apparently that is coming. So, I mean, there's literally every character, it sounds like, that you've ever known in the Star Wars universe is going to get their own show. I'm in the next... bar? Yeah. Uh, no. Neen oh. <laughs> <laughs> num. <laughs> <laughs> Who apparently, by the way, um, it's officially been announced, died at the end of- oh, I saw that. Did yeah, yeah, that? yeah. He was actually casually. Yeah, they should have Admiral Ackbar's show called "It's a Trap," and then each episode oh, he gets in some sort of trap and has to get out of it. <laughs> and the first one is him going to the uh, hardware store looking for mouse mouse traps. And then when, when it does happen, he can look at the camera and go, "It's a trap." It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm this. pitching this to you Disney. You should totally. Yeah. I will come along with you in, in that pitch. <laughs> uh, so there has also uh, been announced that Knights of the Old Republic okay. is getting both a TV show and potentially the next movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So Knights of the Old Republic was a video game that uh, LucasArts uh, released in the 90s. Yeah. Hugely popular. But it, as far as I know, it was only released for X- Xbox. So if you didn't have an Xbox, you couldn't play it. Yeah. I didn't have an Xbox, so I never played it. But it's got some really um, iconic uh, ships and characters. Darth Revan, I think that's how you pronounce it, Revan, 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 is in there. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Yeah. Um, But anyway, it takes place, uh, I believe, 400 years before, um, like, the current – Skywalker okay. saga. So, um, from what they are saying, they're they're going to be making that era, Knights of the Old Republic, into a, both a TV show and potentially the next series of movies, which I believe are slated for 2022. Yeah. So that might be what we're looking at. Not going forward, as much as you would prefer to do. I know. Yeah, I know. I like uh, this is going it, right? back, but this is going way back. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Which that's I think it. is pretty cool because then it would involve the Sith and um, a totally different era. So the ship, like it would look completely different. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, so actually. I think, yeah, so I think, you know, it'd be like classic, you know, Sith versus Jedi kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that that is coming as well, and that's that's pretty exciting. So that's that's the Star Wars news I have for you today. Well, that's, uh, I need a little update on this. Uh, I've been seeing that the Obi-Wan series, at one point, people were rumored that it was canceled. It Apparently it is not. Okay. Um, so Ewan McGregor's people, whether it was his agent or something, said, no, those rumors are false. It is still on the table. We are still in talks. It's still happening. Stop being so ridiculous about this whole thing. Yeah, I don't just, know why. I don't know why that would have why that would have started in the first place. Who but. knows? Somebody wanted to start some controversy. That's I, all it takes. Oh Something's man! Something's canceled. <laughs> the Ewoks are canceled. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, because this has been such a big thing about this this yes. show, and yeah. it's like it'd be so weird for it to be canceled all of a sudden. Well, but. yeah, I can't imagine why. And plus, you and McGregor known about this show for four years. Yeah, like he announced that he knew they approached him like four years ago. Like this has been in talks for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So and it's, it's, it's happening. You know, I'm quite sure. And that, so anyway, the rumors are false. As yeah. far as I know. <laughs> but I'm going to be as right on top of this. As your people have told you. That's it's... my people know, his people, they talked. I can confirm. All right, perfect. <laughs> All right. So, um, James Bond movie coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, on it with the music today. Well done. Really well played. So, it is coming up, and it is very exciting. Loop and I are pretty stoked about 
the 25th Bond movie, uh, and the fact that it's the last of the Daniel Craig movies. Right. So this is his fifth movie, and it's his last as James Bond, which opens up the question, who's going to be the next James Bond? Yeah, because they haven't announced at all. Like, they haven't the said next anything. One. No. But if you watch the trailer, it looks like the female lead in the trailer is the one who is poised to become the next Bond, because I believe she mentions that she's a 007. Yeah, she's or, a double She's a double, a double, a, double agent. Yeah, right? so it, it, feel, it felt like when, when that trailer came out that... Oh, she's going to be the next Bond. Yeah, probably based on reaction of, of audience. Yeah. And, yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's a hard no on that. <laughs> so apparently, according to Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> Barbara Coley. Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> the Broccolis have been the producers of the Bonds since. Is it Broccoli? Isn't that how you say it? Is it? I think it's it's I think it might be Broccoli. I've always it's, said broccoli. I spelled like broccoli. Well, I did spell like broccoli, but I think it's like Is it broccoli? I think it might be, but that I, makes I, a I don't lot know. more sense to me. Yeah, it sounds better. Okay, I'm gonna start calling her broccoli. Is that what you said? <laughs> broccoli, yeah. Broccoli? Okay. I, gonna... I think that's how it's spelled. Okay, that makes sure. more sense to me because it I, seems ridiculous if they're called broccoli. Broccoli. Hey, yeah. this broccoli. It could be. I'm not I'm not hundred. Uh, I'm gonna say you're probably right on yeah. that. All right. Well, according to her, <laughs> she, she says she says and I quote, in reference to who's going to be the next Bond, or yeah. will there be a female James Bond? And I quote, Bond can be of any color, but he is male. I believe we should be creating new characters for women, uh, strong female characters. I'm not particularly interested in taking a male character and having a woman play it. I think women are far more interesting than that. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree. I think that's – but that's – I think very interesting way, like a very interesting take on it. Like not not just no, I don't want to make her a female. Like it totally makes sense. Give a female a brand new character, a strong lead. A, you want you know you don't have to. She doesn't have to follow in the footsteps of a male. Yeah, because essentially that's what she'd be doing. I think it'd be cool to like like if that. I don't know who's. I can't remember who's playing the the woman in, in the next Bond. The the other double O. But it'd be cool yeah. to have a spinoff if that. Yes. If, if, like you know what I mean. Like there's different things you can do. Yeah. Um, and I but, can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. But but as far as a double O, so whoever follows um, Daniel Craig will be a male. James Bond, as long as the Broccoli's yeah. are in charge, <laughs> and I think they always will be. James Bond will always be a male. So, so yeah, now we're back to Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm. I'm certainly hoping. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they who they get for that. Um, I, 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 I wanted him until I saw him in Cats. Now I'm like, oh, I don't know, no. <laughs> Cats has Cats has ruined all He's those actors every, for me. What about J, Judy Dench? Yes, me too. Ruin uh, yeah. Judy Dench? How uh, can you ruin Judy Dench? Dress her up as a cat <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, uh, instantly ruined for me. I don't know. The taste Swift? All the, yeah, no, all their oh. credibility has gone down the drain from wow. that movie. Yeah. Well, so then wouldn't it be good to put Idris Elba in a Bond movie to redeem himself for you? Would that be good? Uh, well, maybe. We'll and then see make it he... like wash the cats Cause, away. Because not only from cats, he also did Dark Tower too, which Ooh, he was—he was right. a cool character in Dark Tower. Like, yeah, he, he did. I liked him as the gunman, but he was like. But the movie was. Not but good. the movie was not good. That's it's like true. I don't that's know. True. I don't know who's picking the movies for him, but they got to do a better job. Well, if that's the case, then he may not get the Bond. Yeah, I don't I just, know. I just thought for a, for a while I thought he'd be a great Bond. Yeah, I, I think he would be a great yeah. Bond. I just I just gotta wash the cats out of my <laughs> out, of, your out of my head. Yeah, before I can move on with him. That's true. All right. Well. Moving on, <laughs> uh, final uh, pop five that we've got uh, for this week is just a little interesting story uh, that just with the Disney and Fox takeover, we haven't seen a lot of action. Like not a lot. I mean, we got 
Simpsons on Disney Plus, which was cool, and but, also all the X Men movies suddenly and, showed yep, up. You know that? And yes, all, that all the X Men are there. They're there, like, so something awesome. happened there, and that's that. So that, those things are good. And we kind of expected those things, but we didn't really hear anything else until now. They have Disney has officially announced that because of. I guess there has been, and I haven't really heard a lot about this or followed this much, but I guess Fox has had a lot of indiscretions when it comes to like sexual allegations and things okay. like that. Because of that, Disney has decided that the name Fox is not fitting with their brand, does not yeah. fit, does not is not does not show in a good light. Yeah, there's something to do with the Murdoch family too, who own Fox. Yeah, so there's some sort of controversy or something. Yeah, I, I didn't look deeper into that. It doesn't really something matter. Something about that. All the, all these things. Just they F Disney has decided Fox does not brand well. Yeah. So they have officially they are officially going to be removing the word Fox from two studio titles. So the 85 year legacy of 20th Century Fox is coming to an end. It oh will, yeah. It will now be called 20th Century Studios. And Fox Searchlight Pictures, which has been around for 25 years, will now be called Searchlight Pictures. Well, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. If they, if, even though they own Fox, it's like no point in them having Fox in the name. No. Because I didn't realize this because they split. When they bought the, the 20th Century Fox part of Fox from them, yeah. they didn't buy the out of that deal was the Fox News in yes. that section. So, so, oh, that, so they don't own that? They don't own Fox News. Oh. That's still owned by the Murdoch family. So they they do they don't own that portion. It's okay. Fox News and the Fox Broadcast Network. Oh, I see. Are not out, I was but, wondering and, about that. But actually. all the other stuff is in. So right. basically so which, all the entertainment side I think is theirs, right. but all the newsy side is is not there. Okay, so that explains why they're not changing cuz my son actually asks us. He says, "What are the is it is it just going to be called news?" It's not going to be called Fox News. Just oh, yeah, news. no, the Fox News isn't part of this deal. <laughs> okay. And actually, if Disney's trying to stay away from controversy, they probably don't want to be part of the Fox News right. group. Yeah. Just because of their, the, the way they swing left or right wing or whatever. Yeah, I don't know which, which way. And they're right. They're, they're, hard, right they're pretty yeah. hard right. Yeah, yeah they're very hard right. <laughs> yeah. So no, that, that makes sense. Probably what, the deal is $71 billion, too. What? But they get a lot of return in that. Like, oh, There's huge. a lot of classic things in that. Yep. Oh, absolutely. So, it's good. But including it, all the Avatar stuff, too. Which that's is, right. And there are 25 sequels they're doing. Plus, we got to um, finally hear the um, 20th Century Fox fanfare on top of the Star Wars movies when they released in the Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's right. Because they were gone for- That's right. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of that. They were gone forever because Disney didn't own them. Yeah. So, but when they posted them to to, 20th, to Disney+, Plus, the 20th Century the fanfare, which to me is part of the movie, yeah. is back. So that's except now it'll be 20th century studios fanfare. But yeah. apparently the animation like the with the search lights and all that, oh, that yeah. none of that's changing. They're literally just changing the word. They're just taking the word out and putting yeah. a new word in. Yeah. So all that's right. I just I just thought that was an interesting story. Yeah, it's cool cuz yeah. it's like it just it, it's just taking ownership of it, right? Well, it like is. They, now they own it. It's like okay, we we're done with the name. That's it's right. Fox well, I, but the, I mean the fact that that brand is so old, like 85 years, it's been around like forever. Yeah. It's been I'm assuming they Fox. own the Fox Network too, right? Like the like the Fox uh, they like must. station. They, they own must. if they own the Simpsons and everything. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe they don't. Maybe they just they own certain shows from it or something. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really sure because because if they did that, then like. Um, uh, Family Guy and American Dad would be Disney as well. Yeah, but, they're, says, but they're not, are they? I don't, I don't think they know. are. Not including Fox News or the Fox Broadcast Network. I'm assuming oh, okay. the Fox Broadcast Network is is like Fox, right. like yes. the, the, the channel. Yeah. So, so they must have just bought The Simpsons. Well, well like they a, might have bought in the 20th Century Fox deal. That might have been under that. Like, right. So they may have. There might be some TV shows under. And there is. Yeah. Under that that umbrella, so they probably like they own them, but it's like they're still on the Fox Network. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So.
and so, thrust him. Interesting. So that's that's a little change that's coming. You'll next time you go to the movies, you might not uh, <laughs> might not recognize the title of this of the studio. Where's the fox gone? I don't <laughs> um, the uh, so let's move on. We uh, are talking a little bit about uh, we usually do the top five, and because it's New Year, we'll reintroduce this. We usually have a couple like extra little. Extra little things on the side that we kind of like have pulled out that we've kind of noticed that we want to talk about. So um, that's not necessarily the pop five, but maybe something that interests us yes. in general or whatever, or we have our eye on. So that's right. Um, I'll start off. Yep. Um, I am so pumped about Survivor 40. Yes. It is going to be so cool. So Survivor 40 is, for those that don't know, it's going. It's coming up um, in uh, February, February 12th. Yep. And it's going to be like 20 of 20 winners yeah. who have won a million dollars. Yeah. Are all going against each other. Yeah. So no one's got an advantage in this. No. No. There, this will be the first time ever that nobody can say, "Well, he doesn't need to, or she doesn't need to win because they've already won a million dollars." Yeah. They're all they've all won them. The, the only person in there is would be Sandra because she's, she's won it twice. twice. That's yeah. Right. She's the only person ever to win this twice. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't need the money. <laughs> well, and now it's two million dollars. Yes. Purse, which yeah. is really cool. And apparently, there's an. I don't know if there's another twist. That's that they haven't revealed yet. I read something not long ago that said something about Jeff Probst holding on to another twist or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't well, know. they have a new thing called fire tokens in this one where oh, they, yes. can, they can collect them and then trade them for advantages and rewards, which yep. is kind of cool. That's a neat they idea. always add a little extra little thing to it. And I think the um, uh, what's the, the there's the island that they go to. You know the the season where they oh, got yes. voted out and they could, they could choose either to go out of the game or go to this island. Redemption Island. Redemption Island. Yeah. I, I believe it's back, but they do yeah. they're doing that on purpose so that. There's a chance for someone that you liked that got voted out to be able to come back in the game. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, um, this one's going to be – this is probably going to be the most cutthroat survivor. And what's going to be really interesting is that you're going to get people on there like um, Ethan. Yeah. Who was like, what, season two winner or season uh, three, three, three Africa, winner? yeah. Who was playing at a time when Survivor was totally different. Like yeah. they didn't play – back then, like – 15 years ago, 18 years ago, they didn't play the same way they play now. No, no, so, it's a much different, it's yeah. totally a much different game because we've yeah. seen that before where people like from earlier seasons have come back to play with some newer and they're like, what is going on? This yeah. is not the game. You strategize from I, the second you hit the ground? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like even now, like they have, it's during the travel council, sometimes people start whispering to each yeah. other. That never happened no. back then. No. Um, the, the only person I think that's on it that's older, like that's been on longer than her was Amber because she was on season two. Oh, that's right. But yes. then she played in season, I think she won season eight, which was like fans versus favorites or right. one of those yes. seasons. Yeah. So she came in a little bit later, all-star season. Yeah. She came in later to, to win that. So- but isn't this is this the first time that she and Rob have been on together? No, since she been they married? were on that season. No, no, together. but but they weren't married then. Isn't that no, where they no, met? No, no, that's where they met. Yeah. yeah. So now they're married with kids, with like four kids or something. Yeah. And Rob, at, I saw Rob mentioning at one point that they're one of the two of them is going to have to vote out the other at some point. Like at some point, you're going to have to turn make, on. unless they make it to the end together. Then I, they don't have but to. But then, vote. but then they have to. Talk about why they deserve it over their spouse. Oh yeah, like, yeah. One I know. way or another, it's gonna get tense. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, that, that's gonna like the blood versus water season yes, when they when yeah. they go on with somebody like your brother or whatever, yeah. and then you'd have to like because I remember that got cutthroat too because some people had to cut people from their own family just to stay in the game. Yeah, yeah. So actually, one of the winners on this was she's sisters that they were both on an amazing race. Oh, is she back again? The, she, yeah, because um, she won. She won that the, season. The twenties. Yeah, the twenties. So she's back on <laughs> the season. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. So th- there's some pretty cool people in the season. Actually, it's pretty. It's gonna be yeah. really like really good. And then they've got people from. I know that it's very like 
last 10 years heavy. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, they have a, almost every season pretty much up to the last two um, of people on it. So they don't have yeah. 39 or 38 winner on there. But the, oh, um, they don't. Uh, but they have most of, like, the 30s and, and most of the half the 20s at least. It's, but It's really cool. This is going to be – this could be a game changer. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. I think it's yeah. going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch these, like – because this started in 2000. Can you believe yeah, that? Like yeah. how long ago it's been? Yeah. I watched an interview with Jeff Probst where he was talking about like that they didn't they he didn't even think of really doing this because any t- he, some of these winners they, he had asked just sort of casually if they'd ever come back and they said no. Yeah. So he just assumed a lot of them wouldn't come back. And then when they decided to do the season, he went he went back to them again. The producer said, "Well, just go and ask again." Like yeah, yeah. so he went back and asked, and a lot of them are like, "You know what? I'll I'll do it again." Like they really? so. So a lot That's of them are, awesome. are now back on, and it's it's just going to be so this, good. It's going to be really cool. But you know what the funny thing is, and you you may not have had this issue because I think you're a big a bit of a bigger fan than I am of this. When they were showing all of the winners, I knew like half of them. I've seen every single season. I have I not missed a single I, season, and I have, and I was like, I don't remember that person. I don't remember that person. I know. I, I own like on DVD, yes, like right. I think the first like ten seasons or twelve seasons. Yeah. And I look at the covers, and I'm like, I don't remember half these people. No. Like, and, and I like watched them like. Like it yeah. just there's just been so many seasons and so many people filed through that show. Yeah, I guess. So. Like unless they have something about them that's really like sticks out, yeah. um, then I'll, you, I can remember them. But you'd, th- you'd think. I mean, there's only been 39 winners. Yeah. In, in 20 years, I think. You'd what think I think we'd you'd remember those 39 people. Yeah. There's, I think there's <laughs> one of those that I don't remember at all. Like okay. I, I went through them all and I'm like, okay, I do not remember this one. It was one of the girls. Um, and I can't remember what they said about her, but I it was like I have to go back to that season and watch like some a YouTube clip or something. Yeah, and then maybe I'd remember who it is. I'm they, sure you would. Because some of them look a lot more like a lot different than they did when they were That's originally true. on. But they're uh, yeah. I like Tyson a lot. Remember? I don't oh remember, yes. Ty, I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. And then there's yeah. what's his face Tony who had the spy oh, shack. Oh yes, he's yeah, yeah, back. Tony's there's good. a lot of those type of guys yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, the spy this shack. <laughs> <laughs> remember he was on it again, and yep. then he like. As soon as they got on a thing, he took off and started looking for idols, and then yeah. they, they just cut him like right like off the top. first yeah first one out or something. Like, I, I think I think he'll play a much different game on this one. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm interested to see what um, poverty does because she was the one that won. Oh, she won like poverty, Amazon yes. or fan versus. She was on Amazon, I think, but one fan versus favorites. Right. Um. She. Uh, she was like so good. Her like her season. I've forgotten about her. Yeah, yeah, and she's still does like I think she does a podcast or something or a about YouTube su- about Survivor. Uh, about Survivor. Oh, does she yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's so, a mega fan. Yeah, she uh, yeah. she's kind of taken that and ran with it. So it'll be interesting to see how it's, she does in that. Like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good yeah. season. It'll be interesting to see who people start targeting. Yeah. If I were them, I like the older people that are on it. I would start to target the young people. Oh yeah. Or, just or, to, or yeah. the people that they think will just glide through. Get rid yeah. of them first. The big personalities are targets already. Yeah. Like. like Robin, Robin, um, Amba. No, no, Robin uh, and Sandra. Sandra. Yeah, like to me, they have the biggest targets on their back. Like they were, ju- they just came back as as idols. Yeah, and you know, I, mean, I don't know how many of these people know that though, because they probably they probably, just, sh- they probably shooting, just stayed on the yeah, island and didn't leave. Like, that's true. But I mean, everybody knows Amber. I mean, everybody knows uh, Sandra and Rob. Yeah, it would just seem to me like they're gonna have the hardest game. Yeah, just to stay there. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be tough for them for sure. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited about that. That is again is on uh, February 12th, and I cannot wait. I know. And a couple days before that is the actual Oscar broadcast, and I da-na, cannot da-na, wait for that. Yeah, I can't wait. I love the Oscars. I am. I am so. But I, so I always get excited about the Oscars. But this year, for whatever reason, 
I'm way ahead of the game when it comes to watching the Oscar movies. I yeah. usually the Oscar nominations come out, and Loop and I are like, "Well, we got nine movies to watch before yeah. February 9th. Or yeah, because we we always try to watch all the Oscar movies, like yeah, all the best, the best pictures. pictures anyway. Yeah. Um, and usually we've seen maybe one or maybe two. Somehow this year, when the Oscar nominations dropped, I had already seen seven of the I nine don't know movies. How you've seen so many. I don't know, and how I managed to pick <laughs> the ones that I had ended seen up being... two of the nine. Yeah, it was crazy. The only ones I didn't see and I haven't seen yet are Little Women and Parasite. Those are the only two I had yeah. that I haven't seen yet. And so I've only got two to watch before the broadcast. I can't believe but, how many you'd seen. Because like, a lot of those movies I would never have just gone to see at the theater. Yeah. Like they had no, I had no interest in them or and whatever. I got to tell you, this is probably one of the strongest years for, for Best Picture nominees that I have seen in as long as I can remember. Yeah. Like, I've, like I said, I've seen seven – of the nine, I haven't seen the other two, so I can't say anything about those two yet. But yep. I assume Parasite's probably pretty good. Yeah, I've seen four now of the. Yes, you are catching up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but slowly, they, they are like every movie that I have seen that's been Oscar nominated so far has been phenomenal. Like, uh, do you, do you have the list by any yep. chance nearby? Um, I've seen Jojo Rabbit twice, which I have not seen that. It is a fantastic. If you haven't. If you could, if you only get a chance to see one Oscar-nominated movie That's this I'm, year, I'm hoping to see this week. Yeah, see Jojo Rabbit. If my kids would stop doing things that I had to drive them <laughs> to, I might not have time to actually go see it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is phenomenal. Ford versus Ferrari, one of the most exciting movies I've see, seen all year. I wouldn't year. have thought like, just by the name alone. I thought it was like a like a comedy like a, or something. Like I didn't realize what it was, and oh, so yeah. that's why I never would have seen it. And I'm not a big car person, so I was like, right. it just didn't interest me at all. But well, see, I thought it was going to be more corporate, like more like. Corporate battling Ford versus Ferrari, but it's not. It's about the guys on the track. Like, yeah. like it's. I was, I was thinking more it's gonna be like a, a, a Will Ferrell movie, like that. Oh whatever yeah, that, that's what I was kind of like thinking. a Talladega Nights. Nights or something. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's it's a drama, but it's it is um like um Christian Bale and uh, Ben Affleck. No, no, not Ben Affleck. The other one, the buddy. His, his little friend. <laughs> his little <laughs> friend. His little buddy. What's his name? That's uh, totally. I know. Who, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's nemesis. Yeah, I know. How can I can remember all of I that stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> what was that from? That was, <laughs> that was from um, um, uh, Team America. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> okay. Anyway, those two are amazing. <laughs> they are so good. Oh, cool. They have so such good chemistry. It's just. It's just been like the the best year for movies. I I'm really surprised at how uh, I, I broke these down by uh, what, from what it's left because I'd only seen the Joker and, yeah, and um, Joker's in there. Yeah, Ooh. and I, what was the other one I'd seen a Joker and What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. So Watch the rest Ooh. I'm like okay I I haven't seen like Irishman and um, Marriage Story and uh, Parasite, but right. I know they're co- I know I can watch two yes. of them on Netflix. They're already there. Yeah, and I yeah. know. Parasite's coming out, so I'm going to leave yeah. them to the end because yes. I know I can watch them. Oh, is, two, is, is, two, isn't two, two Popes, isn't that on the list? No. That's not a best, no. best picture? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Out. Sorry. Um, I don't yeah. have to finish that one then. <laughs> yeah, so that so that's how, that's how I, I go at it. So now yeah. I'm like, i got to see the ones in the theater. So what's like, I, do I think it's going to be out of the theater first? So I have seen Little Women, so okay. that one I have seen. And what, what was your take on it? Just real quick. Don't t- I haven't seen it yet. Did you like I, it? I liked it. Yeah, oh, I thought okay, it was good. like, I, like, I mean, I, it's one of those stories I think like if you're female, you probably already know it or have seen it or have read it. Like right. I went in not knowing it, but it was so yes. funny because I go with my, my son who's like, Fifteen, so we go. So, so 
we walk in, it's like it's all women in there watching <laughs> it, and, and older women. Yes. Um, and uh, it was like just we just totally did not fit with the crowd that was there. <laughs> like we were awesome. the only guys in the theater. Yeah. And when I even gave my ticket to the guy that was working there, I'm like, this is for Oscar purposes only. I am like, <laughs> just to it, it just seemed like so awkward to go see that for yeah. some reason. But yeah. it was great. It was I like quite enjoyed it. Oh, like it was it was good. Okay. It's very like, like. Innocent, I guess. Yes. Like it's, it's yeah. the type of book it Cause, is. Because that's one of those movies that I, if it wasn't nominated for an actor, I don't know that I would have seen it. I, I don't know that it it's my style been. of movie. Because so, it's already been out. Like it was in the '90s with Winona, yeah. Winona Ryder. I think and, it's like, been. I think they've done like I two think, or three yeah, versions. I think they've done different versions of it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that's that's good. And then I saw 1917 was the other one. So yes. Yeah, so I only have two more in the theater, which is Jojo Rabbit and Ford versus Ferrari that I have to see. But uh, I got rid of 1917 last night. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. It's. It's just been a fantastic year. If you get a chance, go through the list and try to watch as many as you can because yeah. you will not be dis- disappointed. This is I'm going to give a warning year. of 1917, which yeah. will not spoil it. It, it takes place in 1918. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the uh, it's done with like it's pretty much like not it's not all one tracking shot, right. but it's it's it it's feels like, like it mostly is. Yeah, it's like yeah. 20 minutes at a time of like tracking shots. It looks like anyways. Yeah. I don't know how they've done it. Yeah, but it, like I got a little bit sick in it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I felt I started feeling a bit ill. Oh, uh, well, like, yeah, you well because it's like motion it's, sickness it's like is motion, a thing. Yeah, yeah. I can I get a bit motion sick. I can't play yes. those like POV video games. No. If they were in front of the characters or stopped, I was fine. Right. But when they started going through those trenches uh, and they're following them through, oh my! Yeah. God, I started just feeling ill. Okay, so here's a funny story about that. Back in the day when the Blair Witch Project came out, Lou <laughs> <laughs> and I went to see that in the theater, and I assume you remember that yes. the Blair Witch Project is like fully handheld. Oh shaky. God! <laughs> about five minutes into the movie, <laughs> I look beside me, and Loop is sitting with his like head in between his knees. And it kept it there for the entire hour and a half of the movie. I thought I was gonna honestly. I'd look up once in a while. I thought I was gonna puke. Yep. Like, I just, it's like I just can't. I don't know what it is. It's the shakiness and yeah. all that. It just and on that big oh. screen, you can't. I think that was one of the first movies where I realized I like I, I'm getting mo- I get motion sickness. Yes, like, I think it was. I, I don't know where it came from, but it was like. Yeah, but anyway, I will never forget that. I, it wasn't bad. Like 1917 yes. has nice, like clean shots. It yeah. just, it's like it, it just threw me off a bit because it's just, it's just that sort of like. The camera is like has to move around a bit, yes. right? But yeah, it, it's easily it shot though. Like, oh, oh my god, it's, that movie was so tense. Yeah, I can't say anything else about it, but it was tense. Really, really tense. Like from start and, to end, and it flew. Yeah, like all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, it's the end. Yeah. wow. Yeah, the pacing is un- unbelievable. And a couple yeah. good, like a couple good turns in it that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. So and, now this doesn't give anything away because he's been in the trailer. But there, uh, if you've watched the trailer, there are two main characters. Yeah. Who are who are running through this one, for the ent- almost the well for the entire movie because I didn't realize it until after the movie was over. I could not place the one, the one character, the young, the younger looking kind of round faced. Yeah, the guy. one that has the brother. Y- yes, yeah. I could not place him. I'm like, I know this guy. I cannot. That was Tommen from from, from Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. I know. I wouldn't have recognized. I, him. I, I know. No I, once idea. I looked him up, I'm like, oh yeah, but Tommen. I had no idea. Yeah. So I'm putting that out there now so that you don't have to suffer like I. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too because my wife's like, um, she's like. Uh, Goes to look them up because I never. I, they kind of looked recognizable. But I wasn't yeah. sure. And I said I, before she looked up. I said, "I bet you one of them's been in Game of Thrones." Yeah. And he was. And I'm like, she goes, "Yep, Tommen." <laughs> yeah, I just. I'm, I. It totally blew me away when somebody told me that afterwards. Like, yes, that's who that was. I totally didn't get it. But anyway, so I am. I am super excited about the Oscars, and they're coming soon. Yeah. Other than Joker and the Oscar list, uh, just to go beyond Best Picture. Like most, of course, most of the. Uh, the sort of geekier movies are all like in like the, your sound editing yes, or like all Rise the technical of, awards. Rise of Skywalker is yeah. sound editing and uh, Joker's in there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where all those ones sort of end up, always end up 
being placed, right? Because yep. they, they kind of want to put them somewhere. But but really, Rise of Skywalker is the only thing I can see in here that's like even um, Avengers isn't even in here. I don't think for any. Really, of these. it didn't get it didn't get any like special effects. I don't see it. I thought it, I thought it did. My, maybe special effects. I haven't gotten that far yet. My, so while you're looking for that, here's here's the biggest my biggest disappointment with all of the Oscar nominations, and the the biggest robbery of the season. Oh. Was Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse? Yeah. I talked about The Lighthouse before. It was the follow-up to The Witch, the horror movie. It was all shot in black and white, and it's literally the entire movie is is just Willem Dafoe and um, uh, Pat, Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Uh, Robert, yeah, just, essentially just the two of them. And Willem Dafoe's performance is outstanding. Like, it is, it is you totally forget that it's Willem Dafoe because he has this crazy sort of accent that he uses throughout yeah. and it is he's so rough and so harsh and I like I was totally mesmerized by his performance I could not believe it I came out of that theater and I said Loop you mark my words he is going to be nominated for best actor you wait once again <laughs> denied no I heard yeah. his performance was absolutely amazing Unbelie- so. I, don't, I cannot I just can't imagine how he did not get a nomination I just don't know well, we'll have to it's, find it's out. It's a big snub. We can think about it as we uh, take a walk to the yeah, car. Yeah, I, I need to get out. Let's get some air. Let's, we'll uh, let's take a oh, walk. Oh, jump in. oh, we're already in the yeah, car. We're in the car. Already. Okay. I skipped I skip the walk. <laughs> it's all right. I just need to go for a drive. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the run back will help me. Yeah, just a. Get that cardiovascular oh, yeah. okay, going. Yeah. All right. I feel better now. All right. <laughs> All right, Bob Capacitor. We uh, take a look back at a, a film or a TV show or anything. It could be a toy. It doesn't matter. We, we take a look back and we kind of give it a bit of a review yep. and see if it still holds up today, yes. if it could still be holding up. And uh, today we're uh, looking back at a little uh, Disney film. Can you give me just a quick little uh, year and such but on there? This, uh, it's, do, Am I releasing the title? You can release the title right we now. We are talking about The Black Hole. <laughs> uh, it was released in 1979, uh, and uh, it was the first Disney film to be released with a PG rating. So it was the first sort of adult Adult. I love how movie. PG's adult. Yeah, uh, uh, in in the world of Disney at the time, PG was re- was considered adult. They had never released a PG movie before, so it was their first foray into sort of an adult fare. And it came right on the heels of the success of Star Wars. As soon as Star Wars took off, everybody and their brother had to make a movie like Star Wars. Oh yeah, so for that's, sure. So this, so the Black Hole is Disney's version of a space opera kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the uh, here's the trailer. There is an inexorable force in the cosmos where time and space converge. A place beyond man's vision, but not his reach. It is the most mysterious and awesome point in the universe. Where the here and now may be forever. A journey that begins where everything ends. Wow. How adult is that? Yeah, really. <laughs> you I don't, don't want to take kids to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so essentially that the story is, in a nutshell, because really there's not a whole lot of story here, Yeah. Um, a crew on a space, on a spaceship yeah. flying through space. <laughs> and they and they spot a black hole, and they're like, "Hey, there's a black hole. That's kind of nifty." And 
as they get a bit closer to it, they realize that there's another ship parked right in front of the black hole. Right. But there's not supposed to be anybody there. And so then there's this whole big, like, who is this? What's going on? Well, it turns out it's a, a an, an American ship that was that had launched years and years ago. And one of the crew members from that ship was the father of one of the crew members on the current ship. Right. And But he has gone missing. And why, how is this ship here? I don't know. I think so, they presume them all either missing or dead. Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. So then, of course, this new ship has to go investigate. And and that's pretty much the story. <laughs> yeah. It's um. No, I remember watching this as a kid. Yeah. And I remember enjoying it as a kid. Me too. I liked it. And then I went and watched it now. Yeah. And, and uh, keeping was... in mind that this is an adult movie, so you as an adult should appreciate it more. Yeah, but it was. I think it was marketed to kids because there was coloring books. Yeah. There was like there was toys. Yeah. There was everything, including. I'm just gonna grab this for you. This was a comic book I drew. What? I, I, I forgot I had this, and I just found it. This is a comic book that I drew around when the, when the movie came Are out. Are you serious? That is awesome. Look at Vincent is in there. This is <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> George I, I, Lucas. I, I barely. I don't know who that is. I barely. Rem- <laughs> I barely remember. I remembered some uh, some sketching that I did of it or something. So I went looking and I found that whole comic. Okay, so we're gonna take pictures of this. Yeah, for and sure. And we will definitely post this on our social media. You've got to see that. It's really funny. I probably That's took awesome. the pictures. I probably kind of like copied the looks of them from like the 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 um, like the coloring book or something. Yeah, yep. It kind of looks like there, but it was. So you uh, must have been like. Eight, yeah, or so. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll take pictures of those. And I feel post the them. papers even like kind of weird. Oh yeah, but it's in so it's in great shape. That's really yeah. Nice. I know. I was surprised I had it. Yeah. So there was a point in my life where I did like this you, movie. Yes, you, I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, but uh, so let's just sort of break this thing down. Kay. First off, in the Disney Plus version, there's a four minute song. Yes. Uh, the over. It's called an overture. Overture before, kind of like they would have done like for um. Uh, it was a bunch of movies in like the '60s. They yes. used to do that for like they'd, they'd have like a whole overture. Yeah, like Gone with the Wind was one. Like they would have That's like a right. whole. So, it, but it starts like that. And I'm like, well, where's the movie? Yeah, like, so what's get, going on? So I get a text at like whatever <laughs> o'clock at night from Loop who says, um, I think Disney Plus may have accidentally only po- posted the audio from this movie. There's no video in this movie. I think that I don't. How are we gonna watch this thing? I don't understand. <laughs> yep, because the first four minutes is just. Audio. So yeah. keep that in mind if you go to watch this. I'm, thing. I'm picturing the credits underneath yeah. of this music, music, yeah. and I'm missing it or whatever. But then the movie starts after and, that. Yeah, and then you're good to go. Why they do that? I don't know. I don't know either. It was kind <laughs> of bizarre. I guess they were trying to make it epic in yeah. some way. I kind of felt like I was in a black hole. Yeah, like I was like, what's happening right now? <laughs> kind of were. Because yep. then you watched it and you're like. The same, I, you, I did the you, same you thing. Asked, you asked me the same thing. I'm like, that's what I asked you. Yeah, well, because I I kind of made fun of Loop for for like I'm like, oh, just turn on the TV. Or I don't know what I said. But it was, <laughs> and then I did the same thing. I'm like, hey, <laughs> where's the video? <laughs> There's no video here. Yeah, what's going on? Um, yeah. And, and so, anyways, the opener, Supertron looking. Oh, like, you know what I love about like early '80s like computer graphics is that, yeah. that, that sort of grid Tron look. Yeah, like it's like it's. It, that, that just defines the early 80s computers. Totally like, does. So here's here's the fun fact about that. The So the whole opening credits has this green grid thing yep. that goes on. That, at the time in 1979, was the longest sustained um, computer animated scene that had ever been done. Really? At yeah. the time? Wow. Yeah, at the time, that was the that was breakthrough technology because they had never created something that long in a computer before. Oh, and that it's, is, li- it's literally just lines that like 
fly through the screen and stuff. But yeah, but it it's, totally looked like Tron, like, like the other exactly ones that they would drive on on the bikes yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. the, uh, uh, it also looked like it reminded me of the the uh, pattern they use in um, Weird Science when they create the woman. Oh yes, and, and, it, and it makes a shape of a woman. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. It's just a grid. Yeah, just a grid. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty breakaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so then so then you start. Uh, Meeting the cast. Yes. Robert, a young Robert Forrester. Very young. Oh, man. I almost wouldn't have recognized no, him at first. No, if you didn't tell me that he was in this movie, I don't I don't think I would have recognized him yeah. right away. But here's, here's the weird thing about this movie is that the – Usually in movies, there's some some character development. You introduce the characters, you get to know them a little bit, and then you sort of this is like within the first like five minutes of the movie, they're boom into the first action scene. Yeah, and and somehow so one of the one of the characters there's like three three males and a female. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's, there's four, crew, Robert four. Forrester. Then there's a guy he, he who looks like. Um, the guy that plays, oh, I can't remember his name, but the one that plays Spock in the new Star Trek movies. Oh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, he kind of looks like Zachary Quinto yeah, a little he bit. Yeah, does a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, and then Norman Bates is in this movie. Yeah. Um, can I just say Anthony Perkins, Perkins Anthony should Perkins. have been in a lot more movies? Yes. I love Anthony Perkins. I do, too. He's and I don't really he's not a, I can't, I don't know how many movies he was really in, but I mean, other than Psycho, which obviously is his biggest. And Cycle 2 and 3 and yeah, 4 Yeah, but he, uh, there's something about him that's so cool. Like, yeah. there's something that's, like, intriguing about him I like. But I do, too. So he's in this, too. And then the female actress, and I I don't I didn't know her. She she had been in um the time machine back in the 50s so she was sort of uh, well known I guess. Anyway. Yeah. And and what's his face um um who we met at Fan Expo. Oh, uh, Ernest Borgnine. Er, Ernest Borgnine. That's right. It. Yes, yeah. Oscar winning Ernest Borgnine. Borgnine yeah. That's right. Um but anyway, so like literally within the first 5 minutes they're boom into the first action scene of this movie. They're being drawn to this planet or this black hole and they're having to fight gravity and the whole thing is shaking and everything's going crazy and blah, blah, blah. And then like for whatever reason, and I don't, they didn't set this up at all. It turned out that the female character has ESP, uh, ESP. No, she has um. Oh, what's it called? Uh, like telekinetic powers. Yeah, telekinetic with, powers with a with a with a robot, <laughs> and and so they, they they don't introduce that at all. They're just like use your use your ESP to talk to yeah, it was ESP yeah. yeah to talk to talk to Vincent. Vincent is this little flying round robot dude. Yeah, and I'm like, what? How does she have ESP? What? What is she a different? Like, is she not human? What's they never address that. You know how why she has that or no. how she has it yeah, or never addressed it. And can I just talk about <laughs> Vincent for a second, which okay. is like he's kind of looks a li- like he's kind of like the R two D two of this movie yes. in a way, like but he looks much more comical. They have these comical eyes drawn on him, yeah, and uh, the. <laughs> But he looks like a, like a grade five like science project. Yeah. Like if, if you said, "Hey guys, here's some here's some scrap materials. Yeah. Create a robot." Yeah, totally. This was probably what they would have come yeah, up with. Here's a styrofoam ball. Yeah, here's yeah. some black circles. Like, like make for, a robot for the size and scope of this movie. It was a very cheap looking robot. It was really cheap. Yeah. yeah, it was really like the eyes didn't move. Like his head swiveled, yeah. but his eyes didn't move at all. Uh, oh no, maybe they did a little bit. The eyeballs made of I don't know. It was very cheap. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the other big character in this, which was called Boredom. This, this movie was so slow. Yes. Oh my god, this movie is yeah, slow. It's, it's one of those slow. movies too where it's like very science fiction-y. So when they're walking around, all you hear in the background is like, do 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 
like all the like computer banks or whatever and, they and have. They, like, they blew their entire budget, which was $40 million, believe it or not. That was the budget. On those sound effects and every light panel that they could find. Like, you know how in the old movies, like, thing computers are all just a panel of, like, blinking lights? Yeah, dude. I have never seen so many blinking light panels in any movie in my oh life. Oh, my God. Like, I know. As soon as they... They enter another ship. The entire ship is just in, walls of blinking lights. In fact, some of them were actual, like, I noticed there were sheets drawn like they were, like, windows. Oh, really? And then the light was shining behind them. There's <laughs> a part where they're in a red section, and it was yeah. it was literally sheets because you could see them, like, moving in, the wa- in like, oh any dra- like, like, draft. Yeah. You could see them moving back. I don't know if it was meant to be like that or if that was just they're trying to cheap out and just, uh, like. They were cheaping out. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah. So anyway, so they're they're boom right into this right into this first action scene, and then they they get to this ship. So they've already established that the ship is there because, and it was the ship that this uh, female character's father was on. Yeah. And so they're like, well, maybe he's still there. Like, and she got her hopes up. She's like, oh my gosh, maybe we can rescue my father. That's what they set up. Yeah. They approach the ship, assuming it was going to be dark. It was all lit up, like. There was obviously like somebody living in this thing. It was all lit up, and the first reaction of Zachary Quinto, <laughs> yeah, was let's arm the missiles and get and shoot this thing down. I know, like that was his first reaction. I'm like, <laughs> you're going there because his, maybe it's her father who's on this thing and yeah. lit it up. Like, why would you instantly go to like arming the missiles and shooting this down? That was not at all what the plan was. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, there's uh, so much in this movie. Like, it's just so. Like, I don't know what it wanted to be because it was kind of, it had like sort of a 2001 vibe. Yes, it did, definitely. And and definitely of TV shows, it had that um, Space 1999 vibe. Like, it was like, but it was just so slow and so like, like, just, that's why you could notice those computer sounds because there'd be times someone would say something and then the next line of dialogue back at them would be so, like, such a big space between them. And then you hear like, they had to they had to fill that gap with something. Oh god! Yeah. And and so yeah, who's the main guy? It was um the who they find on the ship. Maximilian Schill is the, only, the is the actor. Only human that they know of that's on the ship. Yes, yeah. So he's so he's who's who's acting in a hundred percent different movie than everybody else is. Not even close. Not even in the same. <laughs> he's script. so over the top. Yeah, it. yeah. So it's this, so the person on board the other ship is this guy who's been there for twenty years, even though NASA has called him back to Earth. He's ignored NASA's request because now he's he wants to he eventually wants to get into the black hole. He wants to be the first. He wants to go into the black hole and see what the black hole is. So he's created this entire world on the ship. To, to sustain his own life yeah. for the last twenty years, but he's also like crazy guy. <laughs> like yeah, and, and, just, every, and everybody on there looks to be a robot. Yes, and he claims they are. He's like, they, I've built these robots. They're here to serve me, and they do whatever I want done, and that sort of thing. So yeah. that's that's sort of, and so of course, then he they realize he's crazy, and they have to battle him. Yeah. And they keep sneaking off on the ship and finding out like little bits of things that show them that like um, they see like they're having a funeral, like the robots are having a funeral for another robot. And they're like, yeah. "What's going on? Why would, why would robots so, be having a funeral?" So it ends up the there's actual humans in these some of these co- are in these co- robotic costumes. Yeah, so it's essentially he's he there are t- some actual robots in it as well. Yeah, um, he took the crew from like the original crew who was on there, and I, he never actually they never explained how they made them into like zombies. I don't know how yeah, he I don't know managed how they, to they do stri- that. Stripped of their memories or yeah, whatever, and then now they. 
do his bidding. I'm not sure. But, yeah. he, but he did have a really cool robot. And I remember back when I was like eight or nine watching this movie that I really liked his robot. His robot's name is Maximilian, which is funny because the actor's name is Maximilian. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But Maximilian was like his, his uh, like attack robot, like this big red yeah. floating attack robot who like would protect him. But but this and he was cool and I, and when you're 9 years old these things are always cool but his really his only weapon the attack robot were two spinning blades that came out of his hands that were about a foot long and yeah. they spun so he was the, it would be the easiest thing to get away from you just I, like go behind him and I know. you can't I got to mention that these are all the robots in it are the clunkiest robots yes. i've ever seen like, they, they walk like you would if you were doing an imitation of a robot well, because they're all just people inside cheap yeah. robot costumes i know but because there was like the rope there was the people that were working for him who were the humans yes. like human hybrids but then there was like actual robots like, like that, guards or guards something. Guards yeah. or whatever. And they all walk like like if you were doing a robot <laughs> yes. walk. That's how they all walk. Yeah. Except for Maximilian. Maximilian was an actual like robot thing. Yeah. Because like, he floated. Oh, and we should mention too that Vincent, the the cheap cheapo robot, floats. So yes. he doesn't he doesn't have legs or wheels or anything, which and, is a kind of a cool and, I, and then his like his an older brand of his robot was yeah. in it, which was um, his name is Bob. Bob, who was like the, who <laughs> was voiced by Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Yeah. Very <laughs> odd choice. Yeah. Yeah. So Vincent was was voiced by um, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. So he had that sort of proper British sort of sounding yeah. voice. And then Bob was Slim Pickens. So they made like a country bumpkin robot for some well, reason. I think because he was so beat up looking, they had, he had apparently his voice got beat up too. Yep. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> Just leave me alone. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite get that part. I, I'm not 100% sure. And I was laughing too in it because all the music in it sounds like Dr. Evil's theme from Austin Powers. Do you notice that? Like, it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes. like, and it had that same sound. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like, I, if I was not looking at the screen, I would have thought it was an Austin Powers You're movie. You're right. I didn't even think it about that. It was so but... over the top. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the music was very over the top. Like just there, there was a an, another action scene that came later that the music that was playing in it sounded almost like a university marching band, kind of oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like a military march. It was the weirdest. It didn't. It just didn't fit. It was so strange. There's a couple other things too I noticed in it. Like when, there's a part where they're flying and the ship it's getting torn apart. It might even been when they might have been going into the black hole. I'm not sure. Yeah, but. They were physically shaking themselves. Yes, like like the ship wasn't really doing anything. No. They, they were like like doing that over the top shaking of themselves to yeah. make it look like they're in like a, like the ship's. Oh. Yeah, they but, couldn't even put it on a, a ring. Part, there was a part when they're all together and they're all doing it except for the girl wasn't moving. Yeah, like she wasn't doing it along with <laughs> no. them. So, but they were all like, "Wow!" Yes. She's like just sitting there normally. Well, it was it was the scene right at the <clears throat> beginning with the the very first action scene is where that was happening. Yeah. They're all sitting around this round thing and they're all shaking themselves. Because there was a gravity pull. And at one point, one of the characters says, everybody sit down and, and buckle in or brace yourselves because we're about to hit the gravity pull. And they're all shaking themselves. The the female astronaut person at that very moment just kind of casually comes down a ladder, yeah. walks over to her chair and sits down. Meanwhile, the rest of them are all like frantically oh, <laughs> Like, did you miss the memo? I know. <laughs> Strap yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the, my favorite parts of this, things about this movie <clears throat> is that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Again, I'm getting overexcited, is that Vincent has a lot of one-liners and puns Okay, yeah. That he delivers throughout. My very favorite one is, and I don't even know why he says this. It just sort of comes out. 
um, oh, where, oh, where did it go? Uh, a pint cannot hold a quart. If it's holding a pint, it's doing the best it can. Oh, God. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> What, what is wrong with Vincent? Why would a pint be doing anything? I mean, it's, it, it's, it can't be doing any worse than it is. It can't be, <laughs> it's doing the best. Just let the pint alone. It's doing the best it can. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome. My, my other favorite one is you can't unscramble eggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if something messes up, you can't. Un- I've, I've decided I'm going to start incorporating that into my regular vocabulary. <laughs> hey. hey, you can't unscramble eggs. <laughs> It was oh my god! There's just so much in this movie. Like yeah, like again, like it, it had a 2001 vibe, but it, I don't know who it was marketed to because it wasn't. Yeah. It was obviously sort of marketed to kids because it had like the Vincent All these character toys and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and toy a toy line and whatever it had. Apparently, the movie bombed too. It didn't do so well. Yeah, it, it made its money back. I mean, it had a 40 million dollar budget, and apparently, it made its money back. But they Disney expected it to be like a massive blockbuster. Like they wanted like, like to a make Star this, Wars. Yeah, and so just making its money back was not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the the one thing I remember most about this movie was the serial tie-in. The cereal toys. I distinctly remember, and I don't remember which cereal it was, but I distinctly remember the toys being in the cereal boxes because I remember, like, insisting, like, with my parents that they buy me that cereal so I could get the Vincent toy oh, yeah. from the cereal box because that was a big, like, tie-in with, with this, which is which is kind of cool. I don't know if that had really happened much before. Yeah. Like, with movies, anyway, tying, but... in, tying in toys with the cereal boxes. And so <laughs> everything, the, the big ship they're on that they go to for – they get in their regular ship or whatever, but it, which oh no, the regular ship is taken off at one point. Yes. Remember, which looks like the top of the CN Tower, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it pretty much is. Um, so, anyways, they t- they get an escape pod and they start heading into the the black hole. Yeah. And uh, but spe- so before you say that, the the movie's called the black hole. The whole thing revolves around a black hole. They don't start entering the black hole until eight minutes left in the movie. Yeah. I actually checked the time. There was eight minutes left of the movie before they even start there, going into the hole. There's a lot of talk of a black hole. <laughs> yes. And a lot of sightings of the black yeah, hole. But not yeah, a lot no. of entering the black hole. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it just went so long. And so yeah. I I'll tell you right now, the payoff of when they get in the black hole. I, first of all, I don't even know what was going on. I have, I don't think they knew what was going on. And it was just a lot of images and a lot of quick yeah. edits. And it was, it was, what they, I think, what they were trying to do was make it. You know how the ending of um, space. Uh, 2001 and Space Odyssey is so bizarre with the Star Child. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they're going down light tunnels and there's a big eye flashing. Like it's one of those like endings that people have talked about for 50 years because yeah. it's like what does it mean? What does it mean? That's what they were trying to go for with this because at the at the end of the movie, um Maximilian Shell the the bad guy gets killed because of a big screen TV falls on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And anyway, once they enter, and so that happens before they enter the, the black hole. Once they enter the black hole, all of a sudden, amidst everything else, there's this long tunnel of light that looks like, you know, you know what it looks like? It looks like the tunnel that the Dorothy and the Tin Man and the Lion and the Scarecrow walk down to see the, the wizard. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that, ton- yeah, yeah. that hallway? It looks like that. That hallway appears, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And then all of a sudden, he floats through like as a ghost or something. Is he, go- is he going to heaven? I'm not really sure. Well, I don't know what... I don't know why. Well, somehow the ghost he, he puts himself him. in the robot. Remember? Well, yeah. He fuses with the robot. Yeah. Somehow he sends him, his personality into the robot. But and, he's already dead, so I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how he did yeah. that. And then, and then at one point, 
in this so this all happens in like literally in like four minutes is this scene with this tunnel and then you also they also flash to a scene that looks like hell now and Maximilian the robot is standing on top of a mountain looking like he's like the king of hell and they the camera tilts down and you see flames and you see I'm like like, like people similar to what he had on the ship working like yeah like it looks around. like a cult or yeah. something it's it is just it doesn't make any sense and, and I assume they go to some sort of heaven or I something guess. I, I'm not really sure I, and then, I was yeah. I got kind of lost at the end and there, then, yeah and then on. they cut back to the original crew on their ship and then then then, then the movie's over. Yeah, and there there was no dialogue in the last eight minutes. There was no, there's no dialogue. You don't know what's going on. So it's on. literally just a, a series of bizarre images. It, it, it's it very much felt like they had no idea what to do once they got yeah. through the black hole. But they felt like they needed. I, I almost felt like they they did it. Maybe didn't go through the black hole. Did a test with a test audience, and everyone's like, "Why aren't they going into the black hole?" Yeah, and then they kind of tagged this end onto it. Yeah, because literally, it's literally eight the last eight minutes. Like it's, it totally feels like. An afterthought. <laughs> the whole, the whole, this whole venture through the black hole totally feels like an afterthought. It's really strange. But anyways, I loved it. Me too. <laughs> but here's the thing. I so I didn't love it, but I loved the nostalgia of it. Like yeah. I liked. Oh, it the, was nostalgic for sure. Yeah, like because like, it's so like late seventies. Like it's so trying to be a cool big epic sci-fi movie that totally didn't wasn't yeah and didn't know what it wanted to be but i just remember because we saw it and we were fans at the time it was cool to rewatch it just because yeah. you know the but, nostalgia levels high but does it stand up not so much i don't think it does no I, I, I think if i never saw if i had never seen this movie again i would have been fine you'd with have it. been okay yeah. i would have been fine with the memories of it yes thinking it was cool yeah having seen it again i was like mm. it's not it's really strange it yeah. is really strange. I think at that time, and I'll I'll just put this out there. Okay, is that we had because of Star Wars, we had such an appetite for yes for science fiction and cool things like that that it seemed way cooler than it was. Totally, it was yeah. like oh my god, there's like some new characters like because yeah. we wouldn't have really realized that Star Wars was Star Wars and this was something separate and that yeah. was like they all sort of blended like Battlestar Galactica would have been a good yeah. example and of Space like, 1999. Not, yeah, and... like where there was like all the the Cylons and all it was yeah. all so cool. Yeah, um, at the time and we were just taking it all in. In, but yeah. yeah, this. Yeah, it just it it came out at the right time to get people interested. But it you could see that they were trying to make this into a Star Wars type thing. Star, but there wasn't enough character no. in it, and there wasn't enough like villainy. There was no. it was very inconsistent in yeah. the acting. Like the, who it's was literally half an adult movie and then half a kids movie. It reminded me of a bunch of actors that were like that were film actors, and then Maximum Shell was like a stage actor. Yes, totally. Like, yeah. That's what it was, because everything yeah. was so big. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was <laughs> so way top. too big, like, yeah. for what the, everybody else was doing. Like, right. So. Oh, and we, we got to mention real quickly, there is a death scene in this in the movie on one of the main characters. I won't spoil this. We'll, we'll leave something for, yeah. you to, for you to watch. Dies in this, like, <clears throat> like they, you don't show any blood. It's still a Disney movie. It's still rated PG. But when he dies, his reaction to his death is so funny. <laughs> like what he does with his face. Oh is, God! I just—it literally made me laugh out loud. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> just me. Anyway, we'll leave that one for you guys to watch. Yeah, we will leave there. you a little tidbit yeah. of something that something, you're gonna be like, to, I gotta watch this. But it's on yeah. Disney Plus, so you can yeah, watch it anytime. It's very easy to watch and, and dump out of it when you feel like it. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, <laughs> but you know, for the nostalgia value. I give it a shot. 
Give it a shot. Yeah, for if you want to see a really awful movie, give it a yeah. shot. The, <laughs> that uh, you loved as a kid. Yeah, I wish I would have yeah. just left it as a kid on this one, but the, uh, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah. anyways, that's that's a show, and uh, we'll be back in a, in probably a couple two, weeks. Two weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two weeks for with another one. Uh, thanks for listening, and make sure you check us out, of course, and tell all your friends that we are on. Uh, all the different social medias and, of course, our and streaming our, services stream, anywhere, our, anywhere you want. I wouldn't say all the streaming services, but, but all the, all the, all the ones the meaningful, that matter. The meaningful, yeah, the meaningful ones. ones. Not yeah. all those like ones that no one's ever heard of. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. But we, we don't want to be the black hole of podcasts. <laughs> 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 Not sure what that means. But. I don't either. But good one. <laughs> anyways, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.